cutest thing, Tony. It is. It is your cutest thing. God help us all. Kelsey wasn't dancing. I was. No. I'm not feeling the greatest. Now you always start off that way, and then you dance, and then I get excited, and then you get excited. I'm not necessarily in a bad mood. I just I need to conserve my energy. If you go back and listen to our library, do you know how often you start off that way? <laughs> and then the second show, we always pick it up. That's true. <laughs> yeah, sorry to shatter the illusion to all of our listeners. We record oh. two in a day. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert. Lies. Doesn't this sound lies, so much better, lies. Jenny? Can you t- can, can you hear like the difference? Uh, no. In your headphones? Like There's some you compression on it now. It, it, yeah. It seems... We're studioed. We did some new stuff last week. What'd you do? Well, we didn't, uh, but, like, the engineers, engineers, they, like, uh, made some updates to, like, how everything sounds. To me, it sounds more podcasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I know that's sure. not... <laughs> It's not a it's real not a word, professional but term, <laughs> but like it has like a different quality to it. So and they put some compression and noise yeah. gate on the mics, so yeah, it, it comes through a little less blasting. <laughs> it's, it seems less uh, bassy. I'm yeah. sure that's not a word either. Yeah, uh, but we usually sound very bump to right. me, mm-hmm. and now it just seems a little bit more like a, higher up. A yeah, a little more yeah. tinny kind of. Yeah, but like in a, yeah, in a decent way, right? Yeah, like, a little yeah. more clarity, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, nice. let your ear holes enjoy it. Yeah, it your good. ear holes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so professional over here. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so how's everybody feeling? Pretty good, actually. Good? good. Can't get enough um, caffeine yet today. I was nope. listening to our um, episodes that aired last week mm-hmm. about burnout and I know how much you guys have all had going on, and I was, I don't know, maybe it's because I know you guys, but as I was listening to it, I was like, I can really feel it. Mm. I can literally feel it. Have mm. you guys listened to it? Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we always have to listen to the episodes, at least, you know, a decent, you know, chunk to post them uh, for you. So a little behind yeah. the scenes, yeah, no, that was a rough day for, I think, all of us. <laughs> and it came through. Yeah. It, Which, I mean, on the one hand, is really great, right? We had, like, a little mini therapy session together. <laughs> it was. Um, it always does feel like therapy in here. Yeah, well, I think that's a good thing, No, it's I absolutely, think. it's great. Okay, good, because yeah. you were on my mind with what I want to talk about me? today. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. <laughs> that always makes me nervous when you single me out. Really? <laughs> like, Everybody. I was looking at your LinkedIn profile. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, it's only ever because I want to be helpful. Oh, no, I appreciate it. But it I'm makes you nervous? For you, so, yes, let's do it. But it makes her nervous. She's yeah, so cute. Yeah, it does make me nervous. <laughs> so, we were talking about burnout, and the article that um, sparked the topic in me because I wanted to talk to all of you about it if you remember on that episode and so there's been like all of this follow-up in the media about her article because it really created a big uh, sonic boom in the millennial workspace uh, media anyway which is what I follow and so I was reading this great article that was talking about um, the fact that there's psychological stuff that separates burnout from exhaustion Uh, because I think a lot of what you guys feel is sometimes exhaustion but like, I definitely feel like we were hitting on something around the burnout thing with nobody being able to make time for social interaction and all of those ways that you can fill your cup. Kelsey's mm-hmm. already ruling her eyes at me. So <laughs> one, of the things, one of the things that I read is that when you're burnout, it means that you are thoroughly weary, but you are unable to find rest. And when I read that, it really struck me because I was thinking about what you guys were saying you do to unwind. Like, Kelsey, you play video games. 
you were talking, Tony, about how is it a question of YouTube or sleep? Yeah. And so all of you were kind of talking about the inability to find rest. Mm. And I just thought, wow, that means that it probably really is burnout. Yeah. So I thought that was something I at least needed to bring back to the group was finding ways to actually succeed in getting rest. So for you, Tony, that probably does mean turning off YouTube yeah. as much as you're a curious millennial that's so excited <laughs> about our Kelsey Tries thing, <laughs> forcing yourself to um, to stop. Because there's that other thing, have you guys read, about how the blue light from a phone yeah. kills your melatonin? Well, of course, yeah. You've like read that? we we sit on the other side of the glass over there for like hours at a time staring at computer mm-hmm. screens. And I've said before, like I have to take breaks because like I can tell like I'm getting a headache type of thing. So like I can feel it when I'm laying in bed at night, like I have my phone set to do like the night vision type thing where it t- turns kind of yellow. Mm-hmm. Um because otherwise like yeah, my eyes are feeling like super dry and and yeah it's it makes you feel like bright wide-eyed awake you know that blue light and now they make glasses that i'm super interested in trying to like filter out the blue light (laughs) they put a tint on everything yeah that's it changes all the colors okay so i just have to say that back yeah, I said uh, a lot. Sorry. No, no. Here's the here's where my head's going. So I think the research is something around the fact that melatonin starts to accumulate in our bodies. I think it starts around seven o'clock at night. They said, <laughs> and it continues to go up um, until your body knows that it's time to go to bed. The moment you look at the blue light in your phone, it like saps fifty percent of that built-up melatonin, and then wow. it continues to go down till mm-hmm. it's only at like five or six percent. Mm-hmm. I'm giggling because, as opposed to developing a habit that says I'm putting the phone down, <laughs> instead they're coming up with all of these remedies to screen well, out the blue light. Yeah, I was gonna say like for those of us that have to stare at a computer screen a lot, you know, like it, it does help. You don't I have supposedly. to. You don't have to stare at a computer screen at ten o'clock at night. No, like no not that watch late. TV going to bed. Not that late. The screen's still the screen. I think it's. I think it's different on a phone. I'm not. I'm not a scientist, so I wouldn't be able to. A lot closer to your eyes. That's for sure. I think there's that. I think that it tends to be more of a mental activity working with the phone versus yeah. watching something on a TV screen twenty feet from your bed. Yeah. I don't know. That's an interesting question because you're right. People have been falling asleep to the TV for years. A long time. Yes, yeah. so I'm wondering how that, that correlates. To I can see that though. How like if you're on your phone though, your your brain is still active. You're looking. I mean, you're you're you might be watching a video or you might be reading an article, but you're always thinking about what you're going to be clicking next or like what's the next little thing that you're going to jump to. It's mm-hmm. not with TV. You're just you just let your I'm brain. I'm just go. thinking about the eye strain here. You're. You're way ahead of me. My eyes hurt just having this conversation right now. I know. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> so, I don't yet. Yeah, like, I don't have a TV in my room, so I don't fall asleep to the TV per se. But, yeah, I'll definitely, you know, have YouTube going or, you know, some sort of noise, you know, to try and help me sleep. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of like a balance. Mm-hmm. So... But here was my thought, um, because this was actually a second article that I read. I'm like your guys' media PR recap, aren't I? <laughs> uh, but I was thinking this might 
help in two ways. And this is where you came into it, Alana. So it was actually um, an article talking about people who freelance and giving a work suggestion. She called it um, AB working. So let's say you're a freelancer and so you have, I don't know, I'll make it up. You write articles for the fishing magazine and you shoot videos for your uh, Instagram clients. Um, it's difficult for us and our brains, they call it code switching, to go back and forth between, okay, I have to be working on my freelance writing assignment, now I have to be thinking about how I'm going to shoot that video, and so it can be challenging, and so we won't always do the best work. So her suggestion was basically to set up a calendar where you lump like, similarly, you lump similar tasks together so yeah. that the code switching is minimized mm -hmm. calendar blocking mm -hmm. in a way in a way yeah, yeah but in a, a way that matches form. it yeah mm -hmm. so like you can have themes for whatever chunk right, right? so that, like that keep you in the work right. or mm -hmm. administrative or yeah i've seen all that stuff that productivity stuff so well this is why it made me think of you alana because you have so many different things going on and i know part of your blocking is just to make sure you're meeting those obligations mm -hmm. but i i'm pretty sure you probably have after work that goes with all of your individual side hustles and so finding a way to group them together mm -hmm. might make it feel more manageable for you like if monday was your prep day for the kids drama class mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and tuesday was your prep day for the restaurant i don't know mm -hmm. i didn't know if it was going to be helpful for you but i definitely wanted to bring it up okay but the way i thought about it in terms of the burnout thing we were talking about is maybe you guys could experiment with trying to do that for self-care oh i like it so what if you blocked time to do things that let you find a way to successfully rest so you could give yourself some YouTube time or you could give yourself some video game time. I feel like I'm video game time. struggling to find time to play my video games right now. And then when I do get an hour or two in, I don't, I'm not satisfied. Do you feel guilty or do you feel like you're supposed to be doing something else or? Sometimes. Um, like when we have a little bit later starts here, I'll try to play in the morning and then I know I have to go to work. So I stop playing and then come here and I don't get back to it later. So... I almost feel like it's not doing anything for me because I don't have enough time to actually finish anything that I want to. So do you have like a... In the game, said games. Do you have a generally consistent time uh, each day that you get home by? No. No. Uh-uh. And I, I'll play my Xbox every day for a week for an hour and then not be able to touch it for two months sometimes. So. so sometimes you get home at nine, sometimes you get home at seven, sometimes you get home at five. It's always different. Mm -hmm. Is it the same week after week? Like, are Mondays always late days and Thursday always yeah, earlier days? Yeah, the weeks are kind of consistent, but every day is different. And then I am not always at the same place, so it takes me longer to get here or there. Or mm -hmm. if I want to go visit a family member after work, I don't play video games that day because mm -hmm. I need to get my socializing in. I need to see my That's family. That's self-care. Mm -hmm. It is. I feel like it stresses me out. I feel like I never have enough time to see people and do what I want. Mm-hmm. So if we just experimented with this idea, um, this one exercise that this career coach put me through years ago, she made you list your top five goals for the next year. Because, you know, there's that whole saying that says we totally overestimate what we can get done in a year and we underestimate what we can get done in five. So she was, like, taking them in one-year chunks of realistic 
um, activity. So for the next year, she had you list, these were your top five objectives, things you wanted to achieve this next year. And then you would set up your time accordingly, because it's amazing how often your list of five, you put no time whatsoever against some of those things. Mm -hmm. So if you started with that first, and then took a stab at, all right, what does that look like then from a calendar standpoint? Because you're very productivity oriented. You get a lot of shit done. Yeah. So if you're, if you felt, if it could give you a feeling of more control over your chaotic schedule to at least understand, all right, I'm making it up. Monday is your early day. So Monday nights, you're going to put two hours toward this. And part of it might be, you doing nothing it might be a video game block whatever it is that makes you feel better and more in control and like you're making progress against those types of things it it might be a way to help I know I'm kind of coming at the burnout thing analytically but like I said when I went back and listened to the show I'm like I could just I could just feel it around here too lately I think things have actually been getting better because things are the, the workload you know we put in that we put in that hard that bit that stressful workload that month and a half exactly that yeah. month and a half of just grueling uh working on the yeah, website and getting doing everything stuff. done and then all yeah. of a sudden we're given free time and we like don't know what to do with it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i think that's why our moods our moods have boosted a little bit we, we got a little bit more time to ourselves which is good but it's also, I've noticed that, like... We don't know what to do with our time now. Yeah. It's so. like, I want to be doing something. I'm here. But yeah, I don't, we're kind I don't of know in a what holding pattern on. at the moment because we've got some new things that are getting ready to start. But we just, you know what I mean? Like, so we're kind of, like, in this limbo of, like, um, feeling accomplished that we've gotten so much taken care of um, to this point. But, like... We're, it's like the calm before the storm, almost. So I yeah. get it. And Kelsey, you just dropped a knowledge bomb on me because I literally was sitting in the parking lot in my car making a note about this to myself. I think when we live highly structured, not highly structured, highly scheduled lives, that when we come upon a some break? unstructured time. I, mean, I feel like something's missing. Oh, we man. come Well, for, I think we do two things. Because we're so used to the schedule, we completely squander the free time. We didn't know what to do with ourselves, so I'll use you, Tony. It would have been, like, great to run out and go fishing. Let's say this is in June and not February. Like, there are so many things you, in hindsight, you would have loved to have done with that free time, but because it caught you off guard, yeah. you yeah. didn't know what to do with it, and then you looked back on it, and it was wasted. Oh, man. That was me that. on Saturday, like, in my own personal life. Like, um... I had to be here in the morning on Saturday, but I knew that I had put off doing laundry all week long <laughs> because I was so busy. So, like, once I took that time and did that, like, I was telling Kelsey, like, I was in my pajamas, like, in the middle of the afternoon on Saturday, and I didn't know what to do besides nap because I was so exhausted. Sometimes and I kind of just, like, let myself have that time. But, like, also, I, you know, then looking back on it, I'm like, I could have done this. I could have done that. I could have tried to take care of that that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then, like... Sometimes you just have to listen to your uh, like listen to your body and and just be like okay if that's what I needed at that time then I guess that's what I needed exactly because I do think rest without guilt you've heard me say that one before yeah, I think that's that really hard important. For me. So like the free so time thing ends up sometimes being like I don't know what to do so like I'm just gonna do nothing and 
hopefully not feel guilty about it. And I think <laughs> that makes all the sense in the world. Um, but I think if we all, I know for me, I'm going to say this about me. If I was more disciplined about the things I wanted to accomplish with my, it's funny, I almost think of it like this, the, the structure I want my life to take. When free time comes my way, and if I can go and look at that first, it's almost like my YouTube queue, right? Oh, you've got available time. Let me go see what's in my YouTube queue. If I find myself on available time and I pull up my little my little life structure list and then say, okay, well, then that means I want to be spending time doing X, Y, Z. It's almost like it could be a guide to help us when that time comes so that then we can either choose to rest and then say, I'm fine with that because I made a conscious decision that I'm going to do nothing right now. Mm -hmm. Or you could spend time on those things that are on your list that you want to be achieving over time. So make a list of things that you're okay doing in your free time. So, well, I'll just share mine. Okay. So, so what I was I just doing, want to make sure I understood you correctly because yeah. I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, if that's what you meant, I'm definitely going to do it. Because it's been needling at me, mm -hmm. and I thought, I'm such a list person. Oh, me too. I'm just going to put it down. Yeah. So here are the things that I want to make sure I'm doing because uh, my list is going to look different than your guys' list because I'm older. Mine's not going to be so much achievement focused as it is just going to be quality focused so the things i want to make sure i'm doing the structure of the structure of my life at the top of it i put fitness because i need to do better at that next was i always want to be intellectually stimulated whenever possible and that could be watching a documentary right. yeah. you know but it, it could also be something more I don't know, robust and complex. Um, I want to make sure I'm working on my financial health because I'm older, so I have to make sure I'm making good decisions about that stuff. I want to make sure I'm scheduling time with my kids and then quality time with my plus one. So because I don't do well with unstructured time either because mm -hmm. my life is so highly scheduled. Yeah. So I was just like, if I just put it down in writing and then I stumble upon a free afternoon, if I go back and look at my list... Well, then I at least make a more conscious choice as like opposed that. to just letting the afternoon get lost. Mm -hmm. And then will I feel more in control? Right. I, I like that, that too, yeah. It's something you can kind of accept your free time a little bit. <laughs> but still feel like you're still like checking things off your list in a way. That you're being productive yeah. with it. Because I, I think the one thing we all have in common is we're all overachievers. <laughs> and so we get stressed because we take on too much. Then we don't find time to properly recharge. Mm -hmm. Then sometimes we feel guilty about the way we use that recharge time. Mm -hmm. And then it just becomes like this this vicious circle. And when I read that one sentence that said inability to find rest, I'm like, that is us all day long. <laughs> Something that I've personally like actually have been really dealing with a lot is that I noticed too, getting your things, you can sometimes you blame things on work, even if there's something in your personal life or something that's eating at your Whatever it is, if it's just something that really directly relates to you, it can be blamed on your work really easily. Mm -hmm. I, I started noticing that uh, because there was a point, too, where I would I, I didn't have my money situation in order and I didn't I money stressful. <laughs> yes, <it laughs> you is. don't want to look at your bank account and you're blaming it. I'm not, I'm not going to work, you know, blah, blah, blah. I don't make enough doing this or I don't do that. And 
it, it, it does. If you get that squared away, sometimes it can take some of the stress off of mm-hmm. actually like get checking stuff off your list at work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so then back to the year-long view. So if I sat in the parking lot of New Radio Media, put down those five things, and now if I live it, I mean, of course there's still going to be days when I'm not going to do shit. I'm going to mm-hmm. sit on the couch and I'm going to binge watch Game of Thrones like I'm doing right now because I want to be all caught up and refreshed <laughs> by the time the finale comes but if I spend if I use it as a general guide most of the time everything in moderation as I like to say a year from now I can only assume that every one of those boxes will be in better shape than if I didn't do that Mm -hmm. just because I know me yeah Yeah. if I don't have my list I'll squander my time yeah when you have to like plan your free time like then you (laughs) you've made it Actually, seriously, like, wow, what an adult. I feel bad when I sleep extra on the weekends instead of going and visiting somebody that I feel like I haven't seen. Like, a parent of mine or a friend that I haven't seen in a couple weeks. If I sleep instead of getting up and going to do something, I feel bad. Man, you're just too nice of a person. And then I feel like, "Eh, I'm lazy, get out of bed, No. shower and leave now. I have to always be on the go, and I think that's, that's one of my biggest problems. I have no chill. Okay, so let me offer something here because this is one of my soapboxes is sleep because we are becoming a sleep-deprived nation and there's tons of research and media. I tell myself I'll sleep when I'm dead. Okay, so True story. what I'd like you to do, can I give you a homework assignment? If it's napping, it won't happen. No, that's not the homework assignment. That, you can give me that homework <laughs> assignment. <laughs> I actually want to give it to all of you. Let's Before we all sit down again next Monday, I want everybody to track the hours of sleep you get each night. And so, oh, I can tell you what mine are going to be already, but go ahead. What's your number? Well, because I, I I get up at the same time every morning, and lately I've been going to bed around the same time every night. All right, so, so I get number? about four and a half hours of sleep a night. Okay. Do you have an idea? <laughs> she just rolled her eyes at me, folks. Big time. <laughs> Kelsey, do you have an idea? Roughly, uh, probably around 11 to 5 or 6. 11 hours to 5 or 6 hours? No, no, 11 at night to like 5 or 6 in the morning. Okay, so you're... Depending. So sometimes you're, it's later, sometimes I'm up earlier, sometimes I sleep in. So you're, you're in the 5 to 6 hour range, and then you'll probably hit 7 when you're catching up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tony? Uh, I am looking at probs in, on like a 7-day week. I'm getting like 50 hours, so like 6 and a half a night usually. Okay. Six. So every one of you are failing by the sleep metric. <laughs> anything you read online, anything... Will tell you seven to eight hours. That a good, I'm not even going to go there. That a good night's sleep, being able to be a good sleeper, is the number one thing you can do for your health. It's more important than quitting smoking. It's more important than exercising. It's more important than diet. They're learning so much about the power of sleep. I mentioned this on a podcast a couple weeks ago. Now they're saying it. Sleep is what cleans out the plaque in your brain. Well, the buildup of plaque in your brain is what starts to create dementia and Alzheimer's. So if you have a life of sleep deprivation, which mm-hmm. all of you are on track to do, they're thinking that might be one of the causes now of Alzheimer's. Great. So, no, here's why this is okay, because of what you just said. If one of the things at the top of everybody's list was get good sleep, then you can do exactly what you just said you've been doing without feeling guilty. Because you know that good sleep is one of the things you're supposed to be focused on. I need it, yeah. If you make it a real priority, not I'm being lazy, I'll probably feel not more I'm sleeping in. Energized to go out and do things. I can't Instead stress of feeling that forced. To, to you guys and really to all of our listeners, because I really do think it's becoming an epidemic because mm-hmm. of our technology dependence. 
but and there's a reason why they put the bedtime app on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, so scheduling it, and it's going to take a while because if you're not used, I mean, I'm sure you guys only now can fall asleep when you're absolutely exhausted um, because yeah. that's what you've trained I'm your such bodies a picky to sleeper, do. Yeah, yeah. So if you have to take some melatonin to get going and mm-hmm. to establish the schedule, our bodies are amazing clocks. I mean, once your body gets used to it, mm-hmm. you can fall into that habit quickly. Mm-hmm. It'll be amazing how much better you feel. So we, we really have to get to a seven to eight hour target. You were supposed to be getting, I bug my plus one about this all the time because I don't think his kids get enough sleep. They say until you're 21, you're supposed to be getting almost 10 hours of sleep a night. Mm-hmm. So our children are way sleep deprived. And then as an adult, you're supposed mm-hmm. to try and make that seven or eight hour hurdle. Yeah. Super important. Mm-hmm. How much how much sleep do you get a night? I get a lot. I'm, <laughs> I'm what they call. I've, I've looked at it because I feel guilty about how much I can sleep. So I'm called a long sleeper. So if I were left to my own devices every day, ten hours is my is my I automatic wish. body clock. From the time I'll fall asleep to the time I'll wake up, it won't matter if it's midweek or weekend. If I'm just left to sleep, my normal sleep. Nine to ten hours solid. See, I wish I could have a good solid sleep throughout the middle of the night because I don't nap. I don't like napping throughout the day. I don't like wasting daylight. I hate that. But I'm restless in the night. So every two hours, I'm up and getting a drink of water or going to the bathroom. Have you always been that way? No. How long have you been that way? About two years. So I'm going to guess that that's environmental and that's not about your body clock. I think I'm just always trying to do something even when I'm sleeping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, I think this. I think this. I think this code switching thing could really help you, Kelsey, because it's almost like because you're such a high productivity producer. Like if you literally said to yourself, "No, from this hour to this hour, I am supposed to be doing this." Sleeping. This is my assignment. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting anything go. I'm not slacking off on anything. My job, from eleven to seven, is to be sleeping. Yeah, I need to try it. Mm-hmm. That might help. And yeah. then we're going to fight these sicknesses of the weather. These sicknesses of the weather? I'm not rested enough. So we got to get more sleep. We got to block our time more thematically. Don't feel guilty about yeah. relaxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what else? We've got to do code switching. Keep you on have to minimize word. code switching. Oh, minimize code switching. Because all of you guys have side stuff going on. So if you can schedule your side stuff in like-minded time, I would say that's assignment number one. Assignment number two is to, be- is to develop your goals for the next year around what you want your life structure to take in terms of leisure time, things you would be doing away from work to help pursue whatever goals you have for yourself. And number three, which is actually at the top of the list, is to start working on the hours of sleep you get each night. Okay. Did we use up the whole time? We, we did. did. Oh, my God. This Talking is, about yeah. sleep. <laughs> the burnout, bur- burnout generation part two. Get, get a nap, you guys. All right. I hope that helped for our audience, and we'll do some recap uh, on how everybody does against those assignments. Thanks so much. Mm-hmm. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.